time you come on over, I just wanna listen. I know you got some issues, and I know that you just miss him. I got a fever just to see you feeling like a stalker, and didn't know I'm really good at making you feel awkward. So, okay. so um, I don't know. I was thinking about the podcast, like this weekend and i was thinking like it would be cool if like your band recorded a new intro for us really i mean you don't want because i really like the fiddler song i feel like it's like, perfect or what if you did like, a cover of it though we could do that or maybe we, we did, could do that yeah that okay that's that's more more in line of what i was thinking okay cool yeah, yeah. okay and then we'll try it out for one episode and if it sucks we'll just go back to the, to the fiddler <laughs> one it's okay there um we've been so on the band front we've been um doing we're, we're trying to write uh uh was it original songs so we've been doing a lot of recordings and just um just writing a bunch of music and re- whether it's good or bad and stuff just to have a lot of material and then we can pick and choose so that's pretty exciting because like we're just like making music right now feels like a real band and so, so you guys are becoming like a, a math rock band? Um, no. I mean, actually, I feel like that would be really rad if we could. But um, yeah, I think right now we're still figuring out what we're going to sound like. Because we'll have, but I think we're starting to get towards, it's kind of like in between math rocky and electronic stuff. And we did made some attempts um, but it was because, like, we just, like, decided to try it, you know? So we just recorded stuff. And I remember we wrote this one song, like, in an hour once. And we were like, yeah, so cool, you know? And later I was listening to it and I was like, I hate it. I didn't tell, I didn't tell, um, I didn't tell my bandmate. But I was like, oh, no. Not that I hated the, hated the music, but I didn't like the lyrics I wrote. I was like, I don't want to sing this. Wait, why, what, but, what were the lyrics? Give, give us um, an example of the lyrics. It's actually okay. So I was actually really inspired by Darren D's. So I want to write a song about like two people who can't be together, like electrons. You know, so I was trying to make it really scientific. And at the time, I liked it a lot. But then I think it wasn't the lyrics I hated; it was the melody because it's hard for me to sing. So I'm just like, I feel dumb when I sing it. But it was cool because it had the ending was like this spoken word like thing and so i was like it actually has a lot of potential but i'm just not feeling it right now so because we did write it it was like our first new song we wrote so i think it was just exciting to write something new but i'm like i don't think we have because bands write billions of songs you know they don't use everything so we can't just like use every song we write immediately so I remember, like, when um, we were, like, really into Darwin D's, like, you had mentioned one of the things you really like about his stuff is, like, all his songs are scientific-related, or a lot of his songs are. Yeah, so I, this one was, like, the inspiration, and it was, it, I mean, it's cute. It's not, like, shitty or anything, but it was just, like, I think the the range I decided to sing it at was, like, really high for me, so it's, like, and actually there's another song we wrote that I liked, and again, it was hard for me to sing, so I was, like, I don't know why I'm choosing, like, because, I mean, we're writing them, so I could choose to sing it wherever, but the melody that, like, I've been landing on, it's, it's like, really high, so I'm like, I don't know. But, anyways, it's just the beginning. There's more, there will be more jeans in the near future. More jeans in everybody's dreams. 
More? Yes. Oh, my God. Actually, a while ago, we were thinking, like, I don't know why, but something we were like, um, jeans. Jeans jeans in your jeans. No, we were like, (laughs) what what did we say? We were like, what, what jeans, like, I don't know. I was like, what jeans are made of? You know, like, (laughs) what jeans are made of? (laughs) Um, but, yeah, okay. So, we're, yeah, we're figuring it out right now. And then, and then my friend was saying, um, what we should do, because everyone's been asking, like, so when's our next show and stuff, but we we were like, we should write a couple, perform a couple originals and some and mix in some covers, because we didn't, we don't want to be a cover band. Yeah. But it's, it is, it's, I mean, it's hard to write music, I think. That's, that's good, you know? Because we could just write crap and just play whatever, you know? But it's like, no, we want it to be good and decent and stuff like that. So, but we were saying... We should be. We should play for like. We should basically. We should busk in the streets, but like right by his house because he lives on like this one street that's like it's like kind of quiet, but a lot the people do go there. So it's it's not like you know in the middle of central or something. You, you know where you should busk? Where <laughs> you should busk in, in, in Times Square? No, that's people. No. Bu- people busk in Times Square. I know, but it's like first of all, we'd have to compete. But, you know, I think people who busk there, because it's such a highly populated area, I think they have some sort of, like, they've, like, worked it out within their community of buskers. Because it's the same, it's, like, the same rotation of people. And it's, like, we'd have to choose a strange time slot, you know, like, 2 p.m. Why don't you just, like, show up before, like, you know what time. Before. Right? Okay, you know, say they show up in Times Square at 6 p.m. every Friday night. Just show up at 5.50 and be like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> you don't own these streets. Jeans are I'll, <laughs> I'll like be like, oh, hey, at the because I work in Times Square. I'll just be like, hey, guys, I need to like step out at like 5.45. <laughs> it's just me <laughs> performing. Um, no, I, I don't feel ready to perform in a big, like, highly tra- like high traffic area. I want it to be like... So, yeah, because where he lives, it's, like, it's a quiet neighborhood feel, but there's still people. But it's just, like, way – I would say it's, like, 80% less traffic than Central or whatever. And for me, that's, like, my comfort zone at this I, – I, not my comfort zone because have, we haven't done it. But I'm, like, okay, that feels – that feels okay. But, um, yeah, because we were thinking we should just be, like – I mean – mysterious in the sense because people like they ask about us you know but we're like not around anymore <laughs> so we should just keep being mysterious um you should play in Moncock too that's a good performing area no 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 you should play where all the old people perform they're gonna kick us out they're like get out of our oh you mean the karaoke place like, yeah and just like playing there and like I don't I feel like we should play in like cause okay we should start cause just to also for me to get over my stage fright. Like, just first start out in places that aren't highly populated. And then as I gain more confidence, then we start to move to more, like, like highly populated areas. I think we'd be, honestly, I think we'd be a hit if we started. Because it's like, I think people are, like, I think, <laughs> also because, um, um, all the all, all the troubadours in Hong Kong, all they all they do is do fucking covers. Yeah, so they're they do covers, and they're like 
I noticed that, like, white people draw a crowd, and then, like, my friend's white, so. (laughs) 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 So he'll help bring in some, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, lately I've seen, okay, so the people who perform in Times Square, yeah, they just play covers. Just in case, people, we're talking about Times Square Hong Kong, which is. Not Times Square New York. Yeah, not New York, which is why people would notice a white guy singing. (laughs) Yeah, but so most of the but most of the cup. I mean, it's not that like other oh, locals. So no one watches them. They still drive a crowd, even even though they're just play covers. But I did notice that like so the other day I was I got off at Central and um, there was like this. I think I've seen them before. They only like they have like um like Facebook event pages, but they they don't perform at venues. They perform on the street. So they let people know, like, oh, we're going to perform on Tuesday night, like, here or something. But they, like, so it was, like, two people, and they were dressed kind of, like, Victorian, like, what is it, like, steampunk type of clothing. And then the guy was playing, I think, the banjo, and the girl was playing the violin. And they just do, like, kind of, like, gypsy jazz type of stuff. Hmm. I mean, it was good. So, of course, they drew, like a, a, like, a little crowd and stuff. And then the other day, I got off at North Point, which is where I live, and it's, like, it's more like there aren't as many expats where I live. And I, well, I, I think I got off at like midnight and I saw this like older white guy playing the banjo as well, like just at midnight. And it was kind of strange because it wasn't the weekend. It was in the middle of the week and it was like super, super late. So I was just like, oh wow. Like there, and he did not have a crowd though because it was midnight. But like, um, I was like, okay, there's like different types of music now. Because for a while it was only covers, so now there's like a, there's starting to be a variety, which is cool. I think the only other local type performers I see are like the old, old, old people who just sit on the floor, play, lazily playing the drums. Or like <laughs> one time, but I know I remember one time near Times Square there was an old guy playing the violin, and you gave him money. Because you were like, he's really good. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he was good. Yeah, it's like yeah, no, yeah. you're good. Yeah. Oh, those are just play- yeah, like guys who are playing their instruments and like they're like, le- like legitly good. It's like all right, yeah. you deserve something. They're super good. I think um, yeah, but so that's the that's our plan is like okay, we could like perform once a month, like in Shenguan, like and then I mean our friends will come if we let them know they'll come and stuff, and we'll get probably some attention and then yeah all right so when, when you do it fun. you should have someone like record it one song at least and then we could play that for like the podcast intro okay be- but um for sure I'll, I'll actually this week if we're i think we're practicing i'll say let's cover um the fiddler song yeah 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 but uh yeah well, and we could or we could just perform something and then and get it recorded and record it and then you could, yeah, we could tag it on at the end or something. Yeah, so yeah, could be, yeah, it could be, uh, or you could do the fiddler song, and maybe that could be our intro for like episode number thirty, which is coming up. Okay, that would be pretty rad. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Keep that in mind. All right, so should we dive into some questions? Sure. Kaminsky asks, okay, "So, what is a weird or particular deal breaker when it comes to dating somebody?" You could go first. Let me think about my answer. Oh, mine's easy. Anybody okay. an, anybody named Judy, which is my mom's name. Oh my god. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, that's, that, that automatically cuts things out. Okay, I've 
first I thought, I was like, oh, of course you're going to say, oh, they flake up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright. Um, shit. <laughs> I don't know. I, re- I remember think. a long, 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 long time ago, like, this is when I was still in school, a girl liked me, and her name happened to be Judy, and she was coming on strong to me, and she just disgusted me. I was just like, I know your name's Judy. This is never gonna happen. And I remember I told her, that, and I I remember I told her like, yeah, you have the same name as my mom. And I think the way she took it was it was something that brought us closer to each other. She's like, oh, that's really awesome. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's know. no, it's not. Um, on that note, um, I yeah, I guess if I because my dad's name is James, but the thing is, James is like so common. I know so many James. Every person I meet is named James. My middle name is James. Yeah, my band name is derived from James. You know, like, it's hard. But I've never actually met a James that I liked. Or, like, you know, like, I've never, you know, had the opportunity to date a James. Um, So I never thought about it. But I'm sure if... mm, I don't... I think it's... I don't know. Because James is so common. I think I would be okay with it. But... But of course, when I do meet somebody named James, the first thing I notice, I like, I'm just like, they're named James, like, <laughs> you know, like when I found out your middle name was James, I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's such a common name, you know, like I'm just like, oh. But um, I don't think that would be deal breaker, just because it is a very common name. Um, what? Oh my god, I don't. What's a deal breaker for me? It's fun- okay if they're if they're like creepy. If they're creepy. If I get like weird. But the question yeah. was, what's a particular un- or unusual deal breaker? Oh, that was that yeah. was part of the question. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. Okay, not just that's... any oh, normal. No wonder, deal, or, no or, or I could list a million things. Something that's a oh, little, of course. something that's like you know, it's kind of a a, it's a, something that you just you know, it's just something that just rubs you the wrong way. That maybe some people wouldn't bother with. Okay. But, um, which is funny though, because like speaking of names, I just realized like I'm kind of prejudiced against names. Oh, certain names like. So I went to – so as everyone knows, it's tax season right now and I went to H&R Block yesterday to get my – just to like bring all my documents to file my taxes. And the, so when I made a call them to make an appointment the day before, they said, OK, the lady who is going to be preparing your tax is named Bertha. <laughs> and immediately I was like, fuck, fuck. I don't want someone named Bertha to do my taxes. like – does she know how to do... Like, I'm already kind of... Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. I associate Bertha with, like, a really, really obese person. I think everyone does, right? Um, I guess, but I'm not... Well, I'm not actually not... I mean, what did I... Is I... I'm not prejudiced against names because even if I had, like... A, I would get an image. Like, I'm no... I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure... It's not, they're not that, you know, or I don't know. I don't care if someone named Bertha did my taxes or not. Let me think who, actually, yeah, I'm not, I don't really care that much about names. Um, it tur- it, it of- turned out Bertha was fine and she's not even fat in real life. But Oh my God, because not all Berthas are fat. Not all fat. Berthas are fat and obese. <laughs> Which you, but you know, to Big Bertha, I don't know. That's like the term you hear growing up. Yeah, but that's just like one person. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I seriously can't think of an unusual deal deal breaker. Probably because I don't go on dates enough. 
Story of my life. Hashtag. Story yeah. Life. But um, I seriously, I'm like thinking right now, and I can't think of one. Obviously, there was girls who say like stupid things, like the bomb. That oh, <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, yeah I, that is pretty weird. Oh my god, I really can't think of one. Um, yeah. Because so, the only date that I've been on... Oh, no. I remember one. Okay, here's one. You, okay, this is one that you told me about. Oh, you don't, thanks for okay. thinking for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I remember that you're immediately turned off by guys who have photos in front of boats or on boats. Okay, yeah. Is that right? Yes. Okay, and this is all in reference to Tinder because... Um, so when I was on Tinder, I had... My damn, like, everyone I immediately swiped no to, just immediately. I didn't even care what they looked like, if they were hot, whatever. If they were in front of a boat, and by boat I mean a yacht, because there were many in front of yachts, they had a picture of themselves petting a tiger. Because, okay, if you have one person petting a tiger, it's like, all right, that's cool, you know? But then you see, like, literally everyone's petting a tiger, so they're like, okay, this is getting... I guess it's like a thing. Especially right? when you live somewhere where, like, it's like, you know, so obviously everyone who had a picture with them, a tiger, they lived in Hong Kong and they, they, they went to Thailand or China to take a picture with a tiger, which is, yes. not, which is not, it's not a big fucking deal. If you, oh, like, if you had that picture in California, it's kind of like, whoa, where did you do that? That's cool. But out over there, it's like, okay, big fucking deal, guy. Yeah. So it's like, they're kind of like, yeah, I'm dangerous. I'm living on the edge because I'm petting this drugged up tiger, you know, like, okay. So that, and if they wear tuxedos, like tuxedos slash like, like suits, because there are so many and you kind of judge them like, okay, you probably, you're probably a a banker. What if he's wearing a bow tie? Mm. And not a tuxedo, just kind of like a cool shirt. That's, I guess that's okay. But actually none of them, they were all wearing like, if it was a bow tie, it was like they were in like some sort of. <clears throat> wedding ensemble, you know, they were like a groomsman or whatever. Uh, like so, I was, that was those. So those three, my immediate deal break. I didn't even care how hot they looked because I was like, you. Of course, they were probably good looking, but I'm like, you're probably a douche. You look super douchey. You know, I think another deal breaker for me is girls who take duck face photos, especially one when every with every, oh fuck, it's f- so funny because my cousin's wife, he got uh-huh. he got married super young. And if you look at her Facebook, every picture of her is, you know, fucking duck face photo. <laughs> Trying to think, do, do I, do guys, is there a pose? No. I guess, I guess facially, guys don't, like, do anything strange. They do. Oh, no, 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 no. They do, like, some, some, some sort of smolder. It's, okay, that's the guy duck face. Yes. Basically. Yeah. The, the quote, smolder. It's not, like, an actual, like, some people can't really do it. So, it's this attempt. To smolder, mm-hmm. which is essentially putting your face into a slight duck face. It is, yeah. My, but you're squinting your eyes a little bit or something. My cousin so. does that. All his photos, my cousin does that on Facebook. On in, all his Instagram photos are just him without a shirt doing a smolder. It's super. <gasps> yeah. I, I've un- oh yeah, of course. Another deal breaker if they have shirtless photos. Yeah. Ex- oh yeah, it's horrible. Expe- expe- it's even worse if you're not in shape. Yeah. Or just like, <laughs> I mean, I could see. Why, like, so on these apps, like, you want to put a body shot, you know, like, I do that, just, but just kind of like, so you're like, this is how, generally how I look, so don't be surprised, you don't have any, you know, but more like subtly, like, 
like I'm okay if someone puts like just takes a photo of themselves like standing against something, you know. But if it's like just direct body shot, then you kind of assume you're like, all right, you're just, you know, yeah. No. Okay. So uh, thank you for um, helping me think because I didn't think about these things. Well, now I guess I guess this will help us out in future endeavors. All right, next question. This question is by Chancellor J. Have you ever went to a bar alone? How was the experience? I think we talked about this. Um, this is kind of relevant, though, because I actually did go to a bar by myself recently. Uh, and it was cool. It was super pleasant. Super <laughs> what time, pleasant. What time of day? What time of the week? All right, so I went on a Thursday afternoon at 2.30 p.m., Okay. And this is so I went to this cool little pub. I was like, you know what? I have no, oh, this is the week my computers were broken, so I had nothing to do. Uh-huh. I, I can, so I so I went down there. I was like, you know what? I just I just want to go out for a while. I got I took a book with me. I went to this pub that I like to go to. I got myself one kind of expensive beer, like a seven dollar beer, mm-hmm. and I just sat there for two hours at this table, just like you know, just having a good drink and enjoying my book. And the crowd there in the middle of the day was pretty chill. It's just people, it's just, you know, some people there just having lunch. Other people, you know, with like a couple friends, you know, drinking. There was even someone with a kid there. It was, it was, it's a, oh, that's cool. it's a really good, and this, this is not like a dark bar though, where it's like full of alcoholics. So, so it's more like a pub. It, it, it is a pub. Okay. Yes. It's definitely a pub. And, um, I, I have to admit that I was kind of nervous before because like, I was like walking by. I was like, should I go? Like, I've never been to a bar. Should I just go to this one outdoor eatery place where they have where I can get a beer there? But it's like, no, I really want a craft beer from here. And I was like, fuck it, I'll just go. And yeah, it, it looked, and I just saw that other people were there too. So it's like, not a big deal. I think, okay, so I only recently learned kind of like the difference between a pub and a bar. And one of the questions. I guess to identify is can you bring your kids there? So apparently, like if pubs, people kind of like it's more family friendly. Like if you want to have food there or something, so it's like a place that has food and drinks or something like that. So it's a more chilled environment. And yeah, and I feel like people. I feel like it's a less depressing environment. It's less dark. Like, a, a bar is just black dark, pretty much, right? Yeah. And like that's where you're gonna sit at the bar by yourself, just like. Sweet, like just you know, taking shot after shot. Where a pub is more well lit and it's like more okay. a lot of warm colors. Okay, I've never been. Okay, no, I have been to a bar by myself. Um, actually, it was kind of a pub bar. Um, if this was back during um, I did the what is it? I did um, secret shopping. So it's when you go undercover and review like bars and restaurants and. So you have you have like yeah you're supposed to scope it out and then you get all your stuff paid for later. So I I, I went to um I think it was like a Barney's Beanery in like in like West Hollywood or something. But I was meeting somebody. Actually, no, I was meeting somebody. But I arrived earlier, so I was there by myself for like okay. That's, I guess I'm not. I wasn't there by myself. <laughs> but no, I was there by myself for like 15 minutes. So, so you're just waiting. That doesn't count, Paige. I was waiting, I was waiting for someone. Okay. No, I've never been by myself to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, that's something that I've actually never cared to do. But I also, there's always been a fear. Because like, I feel like when 
I always assumed if you go to a bar by yourself, especially if you're a girl, people assume, like, you're trying to meet somebody. And a bar is not a place I want to meet people. Um, yeah, so I've just never, like, gone. I'm, if I were to go, I'd probably choose to go. I'd probably do, choose, like, a similar situation as you, like, go to a pub in the afternoon or something. With a book. Like, just to be like, I'm here to drink this beer by myself and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, man. Maybe if I'm, maybe when I'm a little bit older, I'll do it. Because a lot of it, it's like, I'm just kind of scared to do it. So over time, I might just not be as scared. Yeah, this, yeah, this is definitely like a late 20s Vince thing to do. Like, I don't think me from three years ago or even even a year ago, I wouldn't have done it. This is, I, this is, I guess this is like, you know, my, my continuing evolution. To, yeah, from like, a, I mean. From a boy to yeah. a man. <laughs> the bar, Vince the bar fly. Um, I, yeah, I actually, I mean, people talk about it. This comes up, but it's never crossed my mind, like on my own to be like, you know what? Today I'm going to do this. Like, it just never crossed my mind. And, um, but of course, actually, I think a, in Hong Kong would be a good place for me to start if I wanted to try it because there's there's a lot of like nice pubs now, and I feel like well, actually, I don't know, I don't know, maybe yeah, because there's a lot of pub places that have really good food. Yeah, like, I would totally if I feel like if there was really good food, I would totally go with myself Dude, because like one of my regrets is my last neighborhood in Shangwan. There were like a bunch of cool looking pubs that were right on my street. I always uh-huh. wanted to just go to one by myself, and I, I could never just do it. Yeah, I think <laughs> actually, I feel like in Hong Kong, I would probably try it, but in the states, I would not maybe all. But maybe also one of the, like incentives is because like even though those they had those pubs, like like remember where I lived in Shanghai, there was like that one pub directly opposite of the NTR. Yeah, like I, I always wanted to go there, but maybe I maybe one of the reasons too was because I knew they didn't really have. You know, no, no, no. Well, for me, it's like special beer. Just, it was just normal drinks. But see, the one that I went to here, I knew they sold like special craft beers. Like this, like it's called Modern Times. It's a coffee. T- oh. it's, a, it's, a, it's a really dark coffee tasting kind of beer. And I, and I was like, all right, I really want to try. I really want this drink. And and having it's not an everyday beer. It's a special. It's a spe- it's a special occasion. So it's like it, it gave me that push to want to go in. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense though, because it's like you want to have a purpose to go in. Yeah, Unless, I mean, the purpose could just simply be to drink, but it's like if you have a specific taste, it makes sense. That. And, and yeah. as we mentioned before, I want to get into brewing as a new hobby. Yes, and um, I've actually I've actually planned out um, the different stages of this of of this new hobby endeavor. And for this year, I'm not going to start brewing at all, but I am going to develop a taste palette. Cool. Yes. So the plan is for me just to like, you know, try as many different craft beers as possible, try different things. I went to that, that pub I went to that one time. I went there again with a friend last Monday and we ended up, we ended up and we made a goal. Like are, there's like, there's like 17 different craft beers on here. We're going to try every single one. And I think last Monday we went through at least four of them. So I'm not a beer person. Actually, um, what is so please educate me what is a craft beer <laughs> uh, is it like a beer that you make well you know just uh, th- th- just so i won't say anything ignorant let's pull up the official definition okay uh, yeah because i've it's something i guess i never looked this up because i don't know why but everyone just like oh craft beer craft beer and i'm like well, what's the difference between a craft beer and like 
Okay, so here, know, so here, here it is. <clears throat> a beer made in a traditional or non-mechanized way by a small brewery. Okay, so, I think that's kind of what yeah. that would be. Um, I just want to say, I realize right now, like, how I feel about... Because I like beer. I like it. I enjoy it. But how I feel about beer and now coffee and wine, like, to me, they all taste... Like, I can't just... I can't tell if something's exceptionally better than the other. Ooh, that's all about developing a palate. Ah, like, okay. So you gotta, that's, that's why people like, yeah, who drink lots of wine, they, they know what's better, what's good or not. Um, I, same thing with, I was actually listening to this other podcast, um, Ari Shafir Skeptic, Skeptic Tank, and their last episode was about coffee, about, he's talking about like a big a guy who quit drinking, he was an alcoholic and got really into coffee, and he's talking about how he developed a coffee palate. And he knows good coffee from bad coffee and everything. And he's originally from Seattle. So, of course, he's, like, really into that stuff. And um, that's kind of what I want to try to develop um, okay. beer-wise. Like, before, you know, I always just want to get the cheapest beer and buy a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But now I kind of yeah. just want to buy a little bit more pricier beer, enjoy it, let that sit for a while, you know? Yeah. Okay. So, the other day, I finally found this, like, Taiwanese restaurant that had pretty decent Taiwanese food. Of course, it's a bit more expensive because it's, like, located in nicer areas. But they had, like, a Taiwan beer, which I, I just got – because I told – because the thing is, when I'm in Taiwan, I never drink because for the longest time, I was with my relatives and they wouldn't allow me to get any drink. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I never actually had the Taiwan beer, you know, so I'm going to try it. It was, like, 48 Hong Kong dollars, which to me was pretty expensive because I know the, this beer is probably not expensive. But I drink and I was like, okay, this is good, you know. But I was like, and then I just realized, I was like, but I can't tell if it's good, like, what people, like, what if this is like the PBR of beers? Like, I can't tell, you know. <laughs> I just thought, was like, oh, okay, not bad. But it's probably not worth 40 dollars, you know. But I was like, oh my god, I can't tell. I Well, I do notice, like, cheaper beers, they just taste more watery. So maybe that, but, and I don't like it as much. But it's like, this one was very, like, it was felt really like wheat, tasted like wheat, like you know, mm. that the malt. I don't know, but yeah. I liked it. But um, I that's when, like, I think that that day I realized I was like, oh wow, I seriously don't know like <laughs> what's the difference between yeah, and also so like I'm back into drink. I'm okay, not like back into drinking coffee again because I quit drinking coffee for like two weeks because I realized it stayed my teeth tremendously yes and then once i bought a new toothpaste that whitened my teeth i was like all right i could do this again you know but i don't drink it every day just because or i i could drink it every day but now instead of drinking it twice a day I drink it like once a day so i've noticed okay i've definitely just developed a taste for coffee where coffee no longer tastes like shit to me anymore you know and over the weekend my friend like because he was like oh do you want some coffee I was like, yeah and he normally they they take it black so they don't have sugar in their house. So he like made me this like concoction of uh, co- black, well, coffee with coconut milk and honey because I normally add just you know dairy milk and um, uh, cow's milk and um, sugar. Mm-hmm. And so I drank it. And I was like, all right, this is fine, you know. But I was just like, again, I was like, okay, I don't know if you know. Like I was just like, I can't tell if this would have been better by itself. Like I can't tell. Like, if it's good or not. You know, I just was like, this is fine. And I just drink it. So I think maybe in general, like with wine, coffee, and beer, I think now you have inspired me to also develop a palate. 
I think that's the next step. It, because now I'm, like, drinking these things. But I, even with wines, I can tell, like, okay, I like this. But I don't know. I can't tell the difference between a good tasting wine and a bad tasting wine. You know, I definitely have. I definitely have a palate for coffee. Like I know, like if I have a really good cup of coffee, I'm like, oh my god. Or if I just have to take the same shitty coffee I have every morning from like the coffee maker. Because you re- remember when I started when you were still at work and I started to drink coffee and I was just drinking the shitty coffee from the coffee machine. Well, you could tell I that's bad. It. You could tell that's bad coffee. I couldn't tell that's bad because okay, so now work they got these two new coffee machines like so one's an espresso machine and one has like and the espresso machine they use these like packets like these i guess the beans are in this it's weird that it's like these little tiny like freeze-dried packets and i so i was drinking that for a bit and then i realized oh they have an actual coffee machine with beans and you can control like the amount of coffee like the amount of intensity or how many beans you want or whatever mm-hmm. so i started drinking that and immediately and slowly i realized okay i like the the quote real coffee bean flavor more it just tastes like more flavorful versus espresso but i don't know if it's because like i can't but i don't know if it's because just the espresso packaging is too weird for me like i don't understand how you can get all this flavor from this like freeze-dried packet you know (laughs) but um but then i wondered and then i was like but is this in general good coffee or not like i don't know but apparently people who are drinking it they don't think it's bad so I don't – I think we've definitely upgraded our coffee machines. But for – like for me when I'm like, oh, that was a good cup of coffee, it's like – for me, it's not even about, really about the taste. It's about how – like was it how caffeinated I am. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So I think I still – like I feel like I just can drink coffee now. I can tolerate it and I like it but I don't know what's good or bad. That's pretty amazing though because when I first met you, you, you got sick every time you had coffee and your body has now adapted to coffee. Where the, It is accepted. Yeah. It's yeah. not even a point where you're just drinking it to drink it. Now you drink it because you want to drink it and now you want to develop like, a yeah, taste for it. Because it's like Cause so basically when I just when I realized oh fuck my teeth are getting stained I just quit coffee immediately. So I'm like okay I'm not addicted to coffee you know and also i remember there was a day where i kind of wanted it but i was like uh so i don't even have like withdrawals or anything so i'm like okay i'm not like addicted to coffee but i do would i would like it you know it would enhance my day but if i don't have it i'm not upset about it but maybe i'm starting to get addicted because now all i can think about is Coffee. And apparently, it's, and apparently it. it's like it's good for you like you know it raises you know like productivity in your brain yeah so. i think I think one or two cups a day is fine. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot is – like if you were drinking five, right? <laughs> That's a I lot was, to me. You know what? Maybe that was one of the – you know what? Maybe that was one of the reasons why I was having like nervous breakdowns toward the end just because I was just drink, Dude. So I was drinking too much fucking coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, and like, then when I leave work, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the face with like thousands of – you know, thousands of people and crowds and that was just a bad combination. Yeah. Like – you know, I don't know how you did it because for me, like two is enough. Like I, I also I'm starting to know, like because I, I I realize I am addicted. I'm, I'm affected by caffeine. Like yesterday, I think the reason why I didn't sleep till very late was because so I went to get dinner. I had to get a really fast dinner, and they asked me what I want to drink, and it was so quick. So I was just like, okay, just give me like an iced lemon tea and stuff. And I know they put a lot of sugar and uh, there's a lot of caffeine in it. So I think. Yeah, I got affected by it because I had it for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I totally forgot why. I mentioned this. <laughs> oh, well, just to say, like, oh, I'm affected by caffeine. Um, it's also funny how, like, 
with combinations makes you love something more. So like now I like now I like the idea of going to a bar alone and reading with a, with a good beer. And now, like, since I got into pie this last, like, at the end of last year, <laughs> now I love having, like, a pumpkin pie and a cup of coffee. Like, that, that will make, and you, I don't, I, like, I, you know, I don't like getting desserts usually, but if I'm in a uh-huh. diner that offers pumpkin pie, I'll always order a slice of pumpkin pie and a cup of coffee to go with it. And that just, like, hits the spot. Like, oh my God. Yeah. <sighs> and now I notice if I have time, because I've been getting into work, I mean, I go to work around the same time, and usually I'll make, oatmeal because one of my colleagues is like hey you can have my oatmeal I was like all right so he gets oatmeal <laughs> while he was gone um so i'll make oatmeal and some like what is it like a shot not a shot but like a small cup of coffee and if i have that i'm like man this is a great morning like what a great start you know so yesterday we had this long ass meeting so i had no coffee no food and stuff and i was just like, <laughs> i didn't ruin it. my day but it's like when i have Okay, even if I don't have the oatmeal, but I have that coffee, it's just kind of like, yeah, like, it just feels right, you know? It feels like I be- I began my day officially. Mm, yeah. If I don't have it, it's okay, but it could have been better. You know? No, yeah, yeah. Every morning, um, so, like, every morning before I start working, I need, like, my day does not begin until I have coffee. Like, mm. it's just, and if I don't have it, I can't even talk to anybody. I think... Okay, if I had a bigger place, I would get a coffee machine. Because it's like sometimes it's like, I'm like, like, especially now waking up for the podcast, I'm like, man, it'd be great if I could, you know, get a cup of coffee. I was even thinking like, because my friends, they don't have a coffee machine, but they have instant coffee. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe I should default to that because that feels more reasonable to me. Because well, I, I don't know how you're good doing, that is. You know, for being an early morning podcaster, you're doing pretty good. Like when, I, when we would record it and I was doing it in the morning, I would have a coffee with me every single time. Um, yeah, I, I used to, cause actually today I, was, I knew I was going to struggle and I did struggle, but I was like, okay, it's either this or I stay up super late. And I was like, I can't do the latter because when I was, when we were podcasting at like, even if it was like, okay, let's podcast at midnight and it's only an hour. Cause I sometimes don't sleep until like two yeah. or one, you know, but I think it's because we're talking and so I'm getting, cause usually now and now lately I've been winding down. So even if I'm sleeping at one or two, I've. I'm like winding down mode, so I could still wake up. And I've been waking up like early to shower. Like, and now I realize if I don't shower in the morning, like it really changes my day. So today, knowing I have the podcast, I'm like, okay, so I showered at night, so it's fine. But there's days where like I woke up too late or I was lazy and didn't shower, and like I could not wake up. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm starting to develop like this routine. So. But basically, the 6 a.m. podcast is my shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, because I realize I need to be on for the podcast. So that, like, motivates me to wake up. Because even though I kind of slept in because I'm struggling, I slept in for about 10 minutes. Whereas if this was a normal day, I would have slept in for an hour or something. You know, so. Nice. But, um, yeah. So, um, we are coming up to 50 minutes. And oh, wow. I got to get back to work soon. Okay. So, um, this has been episode 25. Um, this is Vince. This is Paige. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>